Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 908. How to deal with friends, family, and coworkers while dieting by Matt McLeod of mattmcleod.org. And I'm your host and narrator, Dr. Neil. Hey there, happy middle of the week Wednesday and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I read some of the best health and fitness blogs to you, usually with a little bit of my commentary at the end. All right, so obviously it's the new year. You're probably thinking about those New Year's resolutions, how you wanna improve your lifestyle this year. Now, I don't know if you've heard, but the star of the film, The Big Sick, one of the actors in the TV show Silicon Valley, Kumail Nanjiani, He recently underwent a tremendous body transformation. He basically blew up the internet about a month ago. So if you're not familiar with this actor, if you imagine what he looks like, he's of average height. He didn't look like a bodybuilder by any means and admittedly was not, but he was relatively thin otherwise. And then about a month ago, he blew up the internet when he posted a picture of himself shirtless. And boom, he went from being relatively thin to being someone who looked like an amateur bodybuilder. So this Amazing Body Transformation was all in preparation for an upcoming Marvel's movie that he is gonna be acting in. It's Marvel's The Eternals, by the way. And so you may see that picture or you may Google that picture now that I'm talking about it and be like, wow, how did he do that? It's the new year, I wanna start getting fit like that. Well, ever since he blew up the internet, people have been asking, what's your secret? How did you get from where you were to looking like that? And I really loved his response, and his response is gonna be today's inspirational quote. Oh, every Wednesday, if you're new here, by the way, I share a little bit of inspiration. Wednesday is the middle of the week. Sometimes it's that rough day when we're so close to the weekend, but not close enough, and we just need that little extra help to get through the rest of our week. So every Wednesday, I share a little bit of inspiration. Today's quote comes from Kumal Nanjiani on his body transformation for this movie. He did admit it took him a year to get to this point. So again, in response to his body transformation, here's what he said. Quote, look, it's not that hard. All you need to do is lift weights six days a week, stop drinking alcohol, don't eat anything after 7 p.m., don't eat any carbs or sugar at all. In fact, just don't eat anything you like. Get the personal trainer from the film Magic Mike, sleep nine hours a night, run three miles a day, and have a studio pay for the whole thing over a six to seven month span. I don't know why everyone's not doing this. It's a super realistic lifestyle and an appropriate body image to compare oneself to, end quote. Did you catch the sarcasm? I love it because it's such a down-to-earth response. He admits that, look, I only got to this point after working six to seven days a week for almost a year with a trainer and after doing all of these really restrictive things. So go easy on yourself. 
don't have unrealistic expectations. But as you think about his journey, a goal that you may have, think about the dedication it took and how long it took him to get there. Have patience with yourself. All right, that sounds like a whole post in itself and I haven't even read to you anything yet. So before I get to today's post, I wanna remind you of one more thing. I answer your questions every Friday. So you can always send me a question at oldpodcast.com. If you do, you'll be entered into small special raffles to win books from us. So let's finally get to today's post and start optimizing your life. How to Deal with Friends, Family, and Coworkers While Dieting by Matt McLeod of mattmcleod.org. Let's play a game where we see how many of these quotes sound familiar to you. Oh, come on, one bite won't hurt. You need to live a little. Oh, you're getting that? Well, you're gonna hate what I'm eating. Don't you ever get tired of eating that? You don't need a diet, you're skinny enough. You look just fine the way you are. A salad? I'm gonna eat this burger because I love myself. You want some health kick again? We'll see how long this lasts. Since you're listening to this, chances are you care about your health and fitness, at least a little bit. And since you care, chances are very high that you've heard at least one of the aforementioned quotes. Heck, you might have even said one of these quotes at some point in your life, which is forgivable if you've stopped. And if you haven't, well, today is a great day to stop being a bag. Nonetheless, dieting and making positive changes to your body is extremely difficult no matter what. But compound that with peer pressure from people around you, and it makes a long-term transformation nearly impossible. Unless you're prepared. And that's what I want to discuss today especially because there's no shortage of office parties, dinners out, and family gatherings during this time of year. Let's dive in. Here are four ways to shield yourself from creepy things people say to you while dieting. Quick disclaimer. The following is written assuming that you're participating in a healthy behavior. If you are over-exercising or being far too restrictive with your diet, there's a good chance that people are worried about you and have valid concerns about your health. And that is a completely different topic. One. Remember this quote. Between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. Viktor Frankl. I think this quote is so powerful because it's a reminder that you are always in control. In a real world example, that stimulus he's referring to is coming from your coworker, Janet, who's just used one of the insulting quotes I just mentioned. In that moment, Right after she finishes saying it, there's going to be an internal response from you, maybe anger or embarrassment or insecurity or anxiety, and your cheeks will flush and you'll feel that swift gut punch. But there's also a pause. This is that space between Janet's stimulus and your response to what she just said. In this space, you have two choices. One, say something snarky back and retaliate with anger, which will show your neck to Janet and prove you're weak. Or two, Laugh it off, ignore Janet, and continue doing whatever the heck you want, strutting off in sweet victory as Janet contemplates her sad, unfulfilling life. To me, number two sounds like a winner. Commit to being stronger than Janet's poor attempts at puncturing your shield of confidence. Two, if they intentionally say something rude, know that it's only a projection of their own insecurities. Once you understand this, you should honestly feel bad for them. Think of it as a child throwing a temper tantrum the child will say hurtful things in attempts to make themselves feel better because, well, that's basically what's going on in these instances. Also remember that they can only hurt you if you let them. 
This overlaps with the first point, but you have the power when you own up to your own insecurities. The remarks that Janet made wouldn't hurt you if you didn't believe in them, at least just a little bit. It hurts because it exposes our self-proclaimed weaknesses. But here's the thing. We all have insecurities. I know I'm not telling you anything you don't already know, but if you truly believe it, then it's foolish to take these comments so personally. Let them roll off you like a drop of water on a rain jacket. Quote, If anyone tells you that a certain person speaks ill of you, do not make excuses about what is said of you, but answer, he was ignorant of my other faults, else he would not have mentioned these alone. Epictetus, a dead philosopher guy who knew some things. Three, recognize it's often just genuine ignorance and cut the other person some slack. Sometimes they actually do just care or are worried about you. Look, a lot of these comments are made by people who love us dearly. They just don't always know how to express it appropriately when it comes to making positive comments about our bodies or the foods we're eating or our fitness. For example, let me go on record stating that it's almost never a good idea to tell a guy he's looking skinny or thin or smaller. Many think this is a compliment to someone who works out because thin and skinny equals healthy, at least in their minds. In reality, it's basically like telling someone they look fat. Guys want to hear lean or fit or strong because skinny or thin can be misconstrued as weak or frail looking. Now, this isn't all guys, but I know I've heard this from plenty of other dudes too, so I know I'm not the only one who's insecure about this topic. Nonetheless, give most people the benefit of the doubt. Again, just laugh or brush it off, smile and say, there's always room for improvement or you know something generic like that to get them off your back. Four, turn it into a game. Literally make something up. This one is gonna be a curveball, but here's an example of what I mean. Let's say Janet says to you, a salad? I'm gonna eat this burger because I love myself. You respond, yeah, it sucks. I would love to eat a burger right now, but I've been having some digestive issues lately with red meat. Salad is the only thing I've been able to eat for weeks. Now, Janet feels bad, immediately backtracks, and then apologizes for what she said. Do you actually have digestive issues? Nope. But does that matter? Nope. Obviously, this may not work as well for people you know better than a coworker, but that doesn't mean you can't still just make something up. Like, I've been having diarrhea lately when I eat that. Or, I've got a bet with my sister on who can go the longest without eating sweets. Winner gets 100 bucks. Or, I'm having colonoscopy tomorrow, so I can't eat that right now. Literally, make up any excuse you want. Have fun with it. And lastly, You want to know why it's okay to make something up or tell a lie when someone makes a rude backhanded remark to you about your diet? Because you know what? F you, Janet. That's why. You just listened to the post titled How to Deal with Friends, Family, and Coworkers While Dieting by Matt McLeod of mattmcleod.org. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So, When you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit 
to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. I've told many a story on this podcast about how for some reason people are very comfortable just telling me what they see about me and my body and my appearance. I've had people tell me flat out that I look like a certain not so attractive, at least in my opinion, actor. I've had people tell me that my shoulders are too small, that my left pec is smaller than my right pec, that I have a really thin neck. And yes, by the fact that I still remember all of these things means that I do have some insecurities. And so I can completely understand if you feel the same way. As Matt mentioned, these things expose our own weaknesses, things that probably bug us already. And to have someone else point it out, my goodness, it just means that other people see it too. And that's hard. It's hard to get over that. And it's taken me a while. And I still work really hard at this. But I finally got to tip number three. Well, I'm almost there, to be honest. I try and brush it off and say there's always room for improvement. So I love that quote from Matt. Because if my left pec is smaller than my right, that probably should be fixed. It's probably gonna lead to an injury later if I don't fix that. If my shoulders are too small, also could potentially lead to an injury. It means some of my other muscles are probably compensating for that. When I was once told that after working out for five straight years consistently that I still looked the same as I did five years ago, meaning all that hard work didn't change my aesthetic at all, you know what that made me do after I cried? I worked harder. But again, that didn't happen immediately. I had to kind of get over myself first. I had to get to the root of what people were really trying to tell me. And as Matt said, oftentimes it's not coming from a place of jealousy. It's coming from a place of, believe it or not, love and caring. So please don't let these comments derail you. All right, that does it for me for today. I hope you have a great rest of your day. I'll see you back here for tomorrow's show where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us and remember your optimal life awaits.